0: Hi, nerds. I'm Michael Moore, hosting this podcast for Dissecting Popular IT Nerds. I'm here with Steve Cole, IT manager at Clingspore Abrasives USA. Hey, Steve. How's it going today? Great. How are you? Very good. Very good. I'm going to um, start off with our icebreaker segment that we always start off with. It's random access memories. I ask a question, and then you respond with the answer that comes to your head first. Uh Your first question is, if you could change one thing about cur- current computers, uh, what would it be?
1: Oh, uh, current computers
0: um, can be anything like don't live. Y- it.
1: Yeah, I uh, I guess I come from uh, more of the I, I love to assemble computers and, you know, kind of old school, put them together. And, and a lot of that's kind of going, I don't want to say going away, but the, the commercialized segment of IT and computers, you know, if you walk into Best Buy, you know, that's not really heavily promoted a whole lot. Very true. Um, they, and we don't so, even
0: have. Uh, we don't even have like you know the computer fairs of the day back in the day. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: you know, my brother uh, used to work for Microsoft, and they had the uh, I forget what they're called, but the the basically it's the the camps, the code camps, where you could go and learn coding, and uh, you know, as kids, right? Uh yep. You could go uh, do that, and and I just think it it helps uh, with a lot of learning and understanding about the computer when you can actually open it up and and see the components and and understand how they work and maybe even mess up, you know, that's fine. <laughs> you're just out a few hundred dollars. But <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's uh I, that I appreciate the the simplicity. It's almost like when you're looking at automobiles, you know, the the newer automobiles, they make it almost impossible for the DIYer to to change your oil uh you know 15 20 years ago is a lot simpler to to dig into your car to do that sort of thing
0: that's very true i uh, i don't think i could change my oil so they, <laughs> <laughs> even back in the day so right uh no so yeah so the big change uh the one thing you could change about computer computers it, it would just be that you you want them to be able to be messed around with again right? yes <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and and again, I, you know, I, I don't want
1: to knock uh, any certain make, yeah. <laughs> and, and I I won't mention any any names, uh, but you know, the that's kind of why I gravitate gravitated toward the PC side yeah. of things uh, <laughs> is really just because I have that ability, uh, you know, on the hardware side to really dig in. And yes, I know you can on on the other side as well but it, it's just, it feels a little bit more, uh, free form, if you will.
0: Very true. Very true. Yeah. And I do miss that as well. Um, if you had to spend one day as a smart device, right. It could be any smart device. What would, uh, what would it be? Oh, probably my wife's phone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> uh, just because, uh, boy, she uses that thing like crazy. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I mean, I'm just trying to be silly, but at the same time, it, you know, it is amazing when you think about where we've come. Uh, you know, where was it Moore's Law? You know, uh, things get smaller. My uh, my
0: favorite law, by the way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it's amazing the amount of computing power that is just in in our hands, and and yet we still, uh, as humans, uh, and I'm speaking about myself. We still complain about things, right? We have an entire encyclopedia, dictionary, world of knowledge at our disposal, at at our fingertips, walking down the street, and we still find time to complain about it.
0: <laughs> That's uh, so true. So it's, though.
1: Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, probably just if I was a smart device, I'd probably like to be a a phone.
0: There you go. I like that. Um, yeah. Uh, You know, uh, um, I was thinking about this and I was going to write examples and limit you because I'm like, they're going to say phone, right? (laughs) Or TV. I go, um, I was going to initially write this to say whether or not you could be a smart refrigerator or small, small bulb. But I said, no, I can't do well of them. (laughs) That would just be awful to trap you into those two devices.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, if I was a refrigerator, I wouldn't have to go rated in the night. So there you go.
0: go. Um. What, here's your final question of this segment. What is one perception of IT managers that you wish you could change?
1: For me personally, it, it maybe it's not so much IT managers. Uh, well, let, let me first start off by saying, you know, we all start from somewhere. Uh, at least for me, you know, I can remember distinctly starting at the bottom of the totem pole. and clawing my way, working my way up. And, uh, you know, I think it's not so much that I want others to see and, and know that about me and manage, or, or maybe other IT managers, but I, I want us as managers never to forget that, where we came from. Point. and Because I think that being relatable, and, and I, I, you know, I think you had said that on one of your previous podcasts, being relatable is such an imperative quality in not just management but just in IT. Uh, you know, we uh, this is what I started to say before. You know, IT already has a stigma, right? There's always already a a, a thought with you know when you're talking about like a company, for instance, other departments are like, oh, well, I don't want to call IT. They're I'm not going to understand a th- thing they say. You know, they're always talking above me. You know, th- there, there's always that that wall or, or, or uh, between IT and the rest of the company. And, and, and I want, I want people to realize that there are those of us out here in IT that have come from that side of the business and have, you know, we are, we can be relatable, I guess is where I'm trying to go
0: with that. No, I, and and that makes so much sense too. Even, I mean, in life, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. If you, if you're not, able to relate to people. And that's the whole point of communication and and talking. Uh, It's one of the reasons I absolutely love doing this podcast. uh, And I, you know, I was so happy when, uh, uh, you know, Phil contacted me about uh, uh, being a co-host on here, because I absolutely love chatting with people and relating with them and figuring out, uh, um, you know, what I have in common and what I can learn from uh, from folks all around and and you're right on that that is a good point being yeah. relatable yeah being relatable and you know
1: um full disclosure i had no idea this podcast existed until just last week and i've already listened to quite a handful of them just you know gleaning other insights for, you know uh, i don't know everything and i don't claim to know everything but you can always learn and 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 you know, graft more uh, good information and in, and in, in good qualities that you learn from other other folks. And again, not just it, but just in life. You know, life lessons.
0: I no, I totally agree, and glad to have you as a new listener. That's amazing uh, that you're able to uh, <coughs> to um, jump on there just last week and and listen to a, a bunch of it. Um, there's a it's, you know it's a treasure trove of content on here. Uh, <laughs> but I think you know, I th- we might be up to what, 200 something episodes. Um, there, there is a, uh, free information, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's free training courses yep. on, on it and not just for it professionals, but for, um, uh, business owners, executives for, uh, um, uh, anybody that wants to, uh, um, you know, Excel within it, uh, yep. you know, this, you know, this can be taken in so many different ways. So I'm glad to have you on as a new listener and also uh, on the podcast. This is, this is great. Um, So I have to ask, so I tell everybody, I, I Facebook's, I'm sorry, Facebook, I mean, LinkedIn stock, everybody, right. Prior to uh, getting you on here so I I can uh, know what to ask. And so as I was uh, doing that to you, I came across the post in which I had to just put it up here and I have to ask you. Fish three Steve Zero.
1: <laughs> oh wow. Uh I'm trying to remember what what is the
0: date on that post? <laughs> oh, it's probably old. It was like one of your earliest things. But li- literally it's Fish Three Steve Zero. I believe you had oh. a bad day out there uh, someday. <laughs> oh <laughs>
1: yes. That okay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> now. Uh yeah. So my family uh on my wife's side, uh, they live in Florida. Uh and uh, they love the fish. Uh, a, lot, a
0: lot of people do. I'm in Florida, so a lot of people yeah. do. I
1: I like to fish, but I get very frustrated very easy. And I think that was a day that you know I think my wife was reeling them in, and she probably wasn't even baiting her hook. She was probably just throwing them in. They were coming out, and yeah, that was a very frustrating day. I remember that post now. That.
0: At Dissecting Popular IT Nerds, we expect to win and we expect our IT directors to win. And one of those areas where we know that we can help you win is internet service providers. As an IT director tasked with managing internet connectivity, few vendor relationships can prove more painfully frustrating than the one with your internet service provider. The array of challenges seems never ending from unreliable uptime and insufficient bandwidth to poor customer service and hidden fees. It's like getting stuck in rush hour traffic dealing with isps can try one's patience even on the best of days so whether you are managing one location or a hundred locations our back office support team and vendor partners are the best in the industry and the best part about this is none of this will ever cost you a dime uh, tell us a little bit about uh clings abrasives uh usa and, and and what they do sure
1: um Klingspor Abrasives, um, USA, were actually part of a larger uh, uh, global business, uh, Klingspor, which is based out of Heiger, Germany, and uh, they uh, run and facilitate approximately uh, thirty-six facilities across the globe. Wow. and uh, the company has been in existence for for quite a while. Uh, you know, I'm probably going to get the number wrong. I've only been with the company just uh, over a year, but uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the company's over. Uh, it, if it's not close to 100 years old, it's over 100 years old. Wow! Um, and uh, it, it started off uh, as a glue company, and uh, like way back, and there's some. Special, well, that's,
0: that's why they're still around.
1: That's right, that's right. And, and it, there's some beach over in Europe where it, it's like a certain sand and it's got a certain coarseness to it. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of the cling spore family, way back, the ancestors they married the glue and the sand together and you came up with uh, sandpaper, and uh, hence the word where sandpaper came from. Wow. Now, full disclosure, I knew nothing about sandpaper until I started working here. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, Clingspore uh, USA, uh, we operate out of uh, Hickory, North Carolina, and uh, we also uh, help facilitate our, uh, call them a sister company down in uh, Tijuana, Mexico. And uh, we have approximately five 400 to 450 uh, employees. Uh, We have 100, maybe 150 office workers and factory workers, uh, about 200 plus uh, sales reps out in the field. Uh, The beauty of sandpaper is it really sells itself. And, uh, you know, but the, you know, the sales reps are out there, obviously to put a face out there and to, you know, to, to, you know, push the sandpaper, so to speak.
0: Well, you know, um, you had mentioned that it didn't, you didn't didn't know much about sandpaper um, a- until you started working here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, uh, you know, I started to question myself and going, well, I know that I know that they're what sandpaper is, and I know that it has different grades, uh, but I go, maybe there's more to know than than that. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I mean, it, it, it's simplistic, but yet when you realize it's used in every industry, uh, some of our biggest customers are hospitals. I still have yet to understand why. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have a lot of uh, automotive and uh, Harley Davidson is one of our customers as well. Um, we have, uh, I, uh, I guess I'm allowed to say that. Uh but, yeah, the, uh, it, it, so you know metalworking, woodworking, uh, really, anything that requires uh, polishing, sanding uh, is going to uh, require sandpaper or some sort of abrasive. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a fascinating business. Uh, you know again, I'm on the i t side, not on the manufacturing or sales or anything, but, you know, being in IT, I kind of have to know a little bit about every corner of the of the business. So it's uh, uh, I'm not there yet; still learning. But it's uh, you know, it's quite a fascinating business. And the uh, one of the reasons why I came to work there is uh, uh, the the gentleman I work for. He, matter of fact, he just turned 24 yesterday, and he is uh, he's one of the Kling Spore uh you know family uh, and you know he's just he's a visionary he's uh you know got a lot of ideas and uh, just kind of reminds me of like uh I don't want to say Steve Jobs but just a very much you know he's he's a forward thinker uh, you know again it's sandpaper but still <laughs> Well, uh, but,
0: but uh you know and you said something here that was, to me, it got me, right? Which was, <clears throat> I need to know the business, right? Mm-hmm. Because I got to do IT for the business. Yep. So I need to know the business. And and uh, and this is such a, a, a fundamental piece of how things should be uh, done from an uh, information technology standpoint. Um, if you don't know the business, how are you supposed to run the IT? For it, Right. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it becomes backwards if you, if you don't, if you try to do just work the technology and not hit the, uh, the, the business portion of it, then you're, you're gonna not align with the company's uh, vision and stuff like that. And I also love that you know about the history of this and you, you, you've, you know, you've started diving into this piece. You said, I've only been with this company for a year yet a year in IT time is like, you know, uh, uh, you know, seven, (laughs) right? I mean, at this point, uh, I mean, most of the time, right, right. Most (laughs) of the time you just, (laughs) right. IT and dog years. I think they're about the same. So, (laughs) but yeah, so, I mean, it's interesting. So I went to the website, right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and you've got, you know, right on the bat, there's a, there's a catalog, right. They've, um, you know, you've got, videos hosted on here you can uh um there's whole promotions and pieces and stuff like that it's a lot of stuff there's a cart so people ordering from here so already we have it just uh uh, all over the place yeah um uh tell us about uh some of the um uh and you have to you don't have to just leave it at clingspore if you you can talk about other experiences you had too but let's talk about some of your um challenges that you faced uh from an it perspective uh, uh you know with some of these things you can use Clinkspore if you want I, it's a it's a good one
1: sure uh i i'll probably you know just more of a generalization because yeah. i've i've noticed it pretty much everywhere i've been it's hard to find good people and, and again you know good Good is subjective, but what I mean by that is and I'm not, you know, trying to, you know, pat myself on the back or by saying this, but I I pride myself in in kind of some of the things you had said. I, I when I join a company, you know, I'm gonna be at the company more than I am with my family. And so, you know, just by the nature of working, right? But I need to invest and I need to, you know, talking about going, uh, learning about the the business. They're not going to come to me. They're not going to come to me and say, "Hey, Steve, let me offer you, you know, let me share with you how this works." I I need to go to them, and and you know, take the bull by the horns and 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 um, you know, roll my sleeves up, and maybe that's going out on the on the floor for a day and spending the time with the the people that ship or the people that make the product um, you know, that that goes a long way. And, and I know we're, we're kind of, you know, going off a tangent of it, but it all matters to, to establish a, a foundation of what we're trying to build. And, you know, cause it's not, it's not it versus the rest of the departments. It's, it's Klingspore. it's any of the other companies I was with. It's, you know, we're all trying to do the same thing and we all need to work in concert together. Um, but I think it's hard now boiling it down to more like the technological side of things, you know, like uh, I think it's, you know, uh, sometimes when you're riding in the in the car and you're hearing on the radio, these commercials for a, a fly by night um, computer learning, uh, you know, we you know, learn this in three days and you can put it on your resume, and and you're an expert now. Uh, these classes you can go to, and 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 I think, <laughs> and don't get me wrong, that you know there's there's a there's a place for that, but I I think giving people the idea, not everybody's built for it, right? Yeah, you, you have to have a certain temperament for it. You have to have a to me a certain aptitude for it.
0: That's that's um, true. That's true.
1: And people look at it as like a quick money making. Oh, if I'm an IT, you know, I can get and earn money, right? Well, the people I've seen people, you know, realize real fast that oh man, I, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have changed careers. Uh, then other people like uh, they thrive because they, they focus on the actual, um, you know, the the meat of what IT is about.
0: Well, it's like um, and I and I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember the exact quote, but um, uh, that uh, Citizen Kane, uh, where he goes, you know, if if all it's not it's not hard to get rich if all you want to do is get rich. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you know, you want to make money and be really unhappy, then that's very simple. Pick a job that uh, pays a lot of money but you get no satisfaction from, but you know, I think, I think what you're saying, a majority of people that uh, probably want to be out there want to, want to, you know, have some pride in what they do. Mm -hmm. They want to, you know, yeah, we, we definitely want to make money, but we also want to enjoy what we're doing and believe in it. So, yeah, I think, I think it's a good point. You mentioned something too. that was really interesting about, um, uh, good people, right? It, we're not, we, it's hard to find good people. I think that was what she said. Yeah. Um, and I want to, I want to jump back on that. And I want to, um, pick that apart. <clears throat> um, what, when you say it's hard to find good people, uh, you know, in your head, you probably have a, um, here's what I check for, right. When I go to hire somebody mm-hmm. And I want to pluck that out of your head and put it on this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, all right, let me put my interviewer's hat on. Uh, <laughs> no, it, I mean, you know, it's it's some common sense things. Well, well, I would hope it's common sense. But, you know, number one, um, if you write something down on your resume, you know, because a resume, again, it, it is not... It, it, it's a way for you to get in front of the interviewer. So it's the best representation of yourself. And so when you're seeing a lot of misspellings and, and, uh, or you claim that you've done something, but you can't answer it, uh, you know, technical question, uh, you know, so, so probably the integrity factor.
0: Yeah, um, the big one.
1: Uh, integrity, uh, to me, the, the, uh, just having a an aptitude for problem solving, uh, I think you know, IT as a whole. When it, it, you know, how do you define IT? Well, it's like saying if I if I said uh, you know I work at the hospital, right? Well, that could mean a lot of things. Am I the janitor? Am I the the orderly? Am I the doctor? Am I the lawyer? Right? There's a lot of You know, so you know in IT, there's a lot of little facets to IT. There's a lot of avenues and and directions you can go. So, but I think the core of what we do in the information sector is problem solve, Mm -hmm. and and so if you have a you know, and you can tell right away when somebody you know you know has just a knack for that. I think, uh, you know, confidence, Um, you know, (laughs) I can't tell you how many times, and and, uh, I can't believe I've been mending this on a podcast, but I don't know how many times, you know, somebody's asked me a question. I'm like, yep, I'll be right on that. And I'll turn around and I'll say, I have no idea what he's talking about. Uh, But the difference is I'm like, okay, I have, you know, like, for instance, I don't know anything about xyz but over the weekend i'm gonna learn it and i'll be an expert by next week
0: that's that's so, so true though and that's ex- yeah. you know um that's such a big piece that uh i learned earlier on and i was lucky to work with some fantastic people that uh um kind of taught me that um but there's this this great guy that that taught me the very same thing you you mentioned and it was listen you're not going to know everything and that's fine. But the difference is, is that you will know it.
1: Yep. And, or having the, the fortitude to, you know,
0: but the problem th- ends with me.
1: The, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to say, you know, it, it's the, that's the whole quality assurance problem, right? The, the, uh I forget exactly what it's called, but you know, if you see, if you're walking down the hall and you see a piece of trash laying on the floor, oh well somebody else will get that. Right and you keep walking. Well, you recognize the trash, you are responsible for that quality. Yeah. And, and I think that, that that's what we're missing. And that's I look for that whenever I'm interviewing, whenever I'm, you know, meeting people, even outside of IT, that yeah, that matters to me. You want uh,
0: the person you want the person that's going to put the shopping cart back when nobody's looking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and that doesn't mean we're all perfect either. You know, there, there are days when, you know, it's pouring down rain and I don't take the time to put the shopping cart back, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, but I think it's reason, it's, right. It's, it's the, the, you know, it's, it's you as a whole, right. It's, 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 uh, you know, uh, are you you know maybe I didn't see the trash but next time uh, oh man I, I I'm, I'm gonna pick it up this time you know and that's you know and I think you know the integrity character again we're going kind of going back to that um that aspect and and to me that matters you know you had mentioned something about you know somebody that had uh, mentored you or, or or somebody that had given you good advice yep. I I as a manager, am only as good as the people i put around me
0: yeah
1: and so i need you know if i'm upholding this standard for myself then you know i would want to have some similar like-minded people around me and and so you know it it, it is uh again i'm not looking for perfection <laughs> uh, but i am looking for uh you know people who want to head that direction
0: it's amazing to me when we describe, uh, and I'm very similar with a lot of the items that I look for uh, when I hire. And what's what's amazing to me is, of all the things that we're asking for, none of that is technical.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and uh, and it's 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 the same concept when I go and hire as well. None of it ends up being technical, and uh, um, you know you got to have the generic technical requirements for the job but but really that's not what's going to impress on an interview it's it's going to be uh um usually character and stuff like that and yes you can line up with all the line up all the skill sets and dots and answer all the right questions technically but um Mm -hmm. if you don't answer the the if you if you don't show your true character and and and, uh, um and ethics and 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 show that uh, show that uh, up front then no one's going to even care about the technology. Right. And,
1: and, and let me just throw one more in there. Uh, honesty. Um, yeah. I think the, you know, like if, if you're asked a, a you know, a technical question under your interview and you don't know the answer, say, you don't know, but I'll find out that. that and, and let me give you an example. Um, I remember I was in an interview and, and, uh, I was trying to you know, work my way into more of a mid-level senior level developer position. And I was asked a question about uh, uh, SQL joins. And what's the difference between now, for, for a lot of your listeners are going to hear this question, they're going to go, "Well, duh, that's an easy question. But at the time, I was uh, flustered and didn't uh, It just my mind went blank. But I was asked about what's the difference between a right join, an inner join, and a left join. And I was like, oh, man. Uh, and, and I knew it, but it just didn't come to me. And, well, I thought I'd mess that interview up. And so I they called me back. I was uh, kind of surprised, actually. Uh, but I had studied up on it. And uh, there was another person who was asking me the questions and uh said yeah you uh I want to ask you this question again right join inner join left join and I spouted off the answer right, right away and they and they were they were very impressed with that. They said, "You know, um there's a lot of people that come through here that they would just they wouldn't take the time to do that." And again, I'm not trying to say anything about myself, but that you know that drive to say, you know what? I don't know, but I'm gonna know. Or, yeah, I messed up. It's not so much the mess up; it's what you do after the mess up. It, it, it that to me, that's what matters. Yeah, and so, I, think,
0: I think you, I, I think you nailed that actually.
1: <laughs> and you know, because look, we all mess up, you know, but it, it's. It's how you you learn from your mistakes. And and I think, you know, uh, I learned a valuable lesson about embracing failure. Um, Now, you have to, you know, be careful promoting this because, you know, some people take it to the nth degree and, you know, oh, I can, you know, I can push this big red button. No, don't do that. (laughs) But embracing failure to the fact that, you know, okay, yeah you shouldn't have run that script at that time and deleted the user table. Yes. You shouldn't have done that, but let's learn from it. Let's, let's see how we can make it, you know, so it's not as easy to do something like that.
0: Making mistakes is, <laughs> it, it. it is the way we learn. <laughs> that is, it is, unfortunately, it's the best way to learn, yeah. you know, as long as you do what you said, which is learn from the mistakes. You, yes, I agree with you. Embrace the mistakes when you make them and, and dive into it. Problem solve. How can I, how can I, uh, put barriers in place to make sure I don't do this again? <clears throat> but I remember, I remember being, uh, um, setting up a, a, a monitoring program and I was talking to the team and I told them, I said, listen, uh, we're going to start this monitoring problem. Uh, it was a monitoring uh, um, program, and when we do, every time there's a problem, I want you to uh, uh, look at why, uh, you know, and then turn around and put a put a monitor there for it, you know, and and let's see if we can keep self healing the monitors, and and uh, you know the, we had outages that were stacked up, and they just started resolving themselves after a while, and all the outages went down, and made, and it was just because we didn't. Uh, have any process in place so if you're if you're making a lot of mistakes right th- throw some guards there for yourself start learning from them and you will start making less mistakes never going to i'm never going to be perfect <laughs> right
1: right yeah yeah because you know we're always trying to fix the symptoms and but until you start looking at the actual problem yeah absolutely
0: like i completely agree yeah. and yeah. I, and i and i love the uh um I, I love the way that you describe the hiring process and in such detail. Um, and I hope the the folks, uh, listening can take that to heart and, and, uh, change their interview questions to, to really kind of pivot towards those, those qualities. Because I, I have found, and I think you probably have, since you're saying this, is if you find the right people, uh, from a, from a, uh, um, ethical, uh, honest, and um integrity standpoint uh these are the types of people that are going to want to learn they're gonna want to put their best foot forward and you're gonna get the most productivity out absolutely absolutely yep um you know the uh, um when i when i go when i went through some of your stuff on on linkedin i came across this this quote and I don't know if it, it, I you know it says it's from Albert Einstein but you know you can never uh um you can never trust uh anything on the internet anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's right. So uh if it's not I you know don't blame me but um it's a good quote regardless. Uh stay away from negative people. They have a problem for every solution.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh there's a there's a phrase, and I'm probably going to get it wrong. Uh, that one of my uh, first managers in IT always used to say, and it just stuck with me. And it, it was hilarious, but it's so true. You know, don't don't be the solution in search of a problem. <laughs> and and I was just, I mean, I laughed at first, but he was looking at me. He's like, I'm not joking. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, okay, but it's so true you know sometimes you know now an it project especially a software project it's never done right it is always work to be done there's always upgrades it's never going to be finished but that doesn't mean you always have to you know fix you know problems that aren't there and sometimes when we inject our oh this is cool i want to I want to do this man and you know we we inject uh more problems than what we should have so again that goes back to understanding the business uh, you know if if uh you know i was listening to the gentleman from last week who um worked with excel sheets a, 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 as a way of um you know uh, earning trust with his uh co-workers and you know while i don't agree with having all these data connections with my excel sheets everywhere you, you know don't automatically you know create a cliff event and remove all that from those people <laughs> uh, you, you know that that's going to be that's going to be a huge problem you know again i was, you know was trying to oh i'm going to fix this no you just you just uh, created a big rift, uh, between all those people and, in, in it, and that's the very stigma that you're trying to fight.
0: Yeah. It's a good point. You know, if you're, you know, you shouldn't, and this goes back to earlier, what you said, uh, it's not a battle. It's, it's a, Hey, what are you trying to do? And how about you help me make it more efficient? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, I think we've all been, uh, we all have all visited finance and, and seen, uh, how they use Excel and just been baffled how it, uh, how, uh, how it works and, and just been like, how is this not a program? I don't get, how, how is this not falling apart?
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. I know that in the obscure access program that somebody has in the corner office and you don't know <laughs> about it until it's too late. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I've designed my entire business process around um, Outlook, and uh, I need you to uh, take these hundreds of thousands of emails and uh, make them run quicker.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's Outlook uh, 2010, by
0: the way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's uh, sorry. I, I'm the only one that's allowed to use Lotus Notes, and I'm just going to have to keep using it for.
1: <laughs> okay, now you're dating yourself. <laughs> I, know, I know. Oh man, there there was a uh, there were some good uh, good things about Lotus Notes, but I'm so glad I'm not using it anymore. That was such it, a nightmare.
0: The greatest thing about Lotus Notes is that I didn't have to use it for very long. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> microsoft eclipsing it was was fantastic yes i applauded that well in 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 true fashion we, we talked a little we're talking a little bit about the old stuff let's um let's move to our uh um our segment uh it crystal ball which completely takes uh uh you know that and uh and says instead of going uh, looking at the old in the past let's look into the future of it and and where it's going um let's um, let's talk about, you know, we talked a lot about about where we were, uh, and even in the beginning we had talked about what would you talk about uh, when about the computer, what would you change? We even referenced, hey, well, you know, I would love to tinker around more of the thing and it, it just doesn't allow me to do that anymore. um and we've seen that progression <clears throat> um it, is this something that we're gonna see? M- a continued progression towards less and less tinkering more uh more here's the device don't mess with it
1: i think for certain things yes i think that's going to become more and more uh of of a thing uh i still think there's enough of a uh i guess i'll call it a hobbyist segment where that you're going to have a revolt if they ever really (laughs) <laughs> fully do that um but you know it, it and i understand i mean you know when you look at the big picture i understand why it's moving that direction you know it's 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 because you know if you look at your tablet or phone for instance you know we used to be able to be able, uh, change our well if you have an iphone used to be able to change uh batteries now you can't even do that um
0: so, yeah, I don't the, think I I have an Android and I can't even do that on my phone. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, again, they're, they're, they're wanting to make it simple. um using air quotes, uh, simple, but I think again, you know, is, are they searching for a problem? I don't know. Yeah. You know, uh, but I, I would say I, certain things are headed that direction, but I don't, I don't think you can remove it completely. It's just like, I don't think you'll ever remove paper. You know, everybody wants to go digital and, and, you know, uh, uh, you know, be good to the environment. And I get that, but I don't think you'll ever totally get rid of paper.
0: I, um, it, it's funny. I was in a <laughs> fun story. I was actually um, sitting in my office one day, and this is a previous company and the uh, COO, walks in and we're chatting and we were chatting for a good five minutes until he looks at my desk and goes, why, why, why is there no paper on your desk? He goes, I, 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 there's nothing. I, 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 there's no paper or anything. He looks at me and I look at him. And I go, aren't you working? Aren't you like spearheading a project right now? Uh, that I'm helping work on called, di- you know, Digital Transformation, uh, right? I go, why would I put paper on my desk? I'm all digital, man. <laughs> and he just starts laughing. I mean, it's just, it was a good, it, it was a good, uh, good time between the two of us. But, but, you know, uh, but here's, here's somebody that uh, clearly, and I've walked, I went into his office before, stacked with paper everywhere, Right. Um, you're right. Some people just love paper and having that physical feel of paper. And, uh, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm kind of both. It depends what it is. Like if it's a good book, you know, it's just, something oh, about, I you, that. you know, yeah. it's just something about opening up a book and smelling the pages and, uh, um, yeah. you know, going to the bookstore and whatever. Uh, but if it's like a technical paper or or something like that uh yeah i don't i rather read it on my phone or or the computer
0: (laughs) No, i i agree with you um there's there's really nothing that can uh um actually uh you know replace a good book i actually bought uh um my daughter a book Uh, she's really interested in reading uh the specific genre and i said you know what i said that i have Uh, I read this one book and it's really good. And I uh, um, had read her a few excerpts from it. And she was like, oh, that does, that does sound really awesome. So I just, uh, you know, I ordered her the hardcover book from Amazon and and said to her, like, here you go. And, uh, um, you know, and uh, I was very happy that she, she's like, I actually like to actually read and and read the books. I'm like, oh, uh, raised (laughs) her right. There you go. There you go. (laughs) No, that that's good. So well, let's so you know, it's interesting because you bring up this um the hobbyists, right? Mm-hmm. Um so it seems like there's a portion of IT that is moving away from the hobbyists, so to speak. Uh and uh and they're moving towards standardizations, something non customization, stuff like that, which is normal, I think, right? That's you know, the you know, when you get away from that customization, you can mass produce, you can send things out, you can have less problems. Um, but you also lose the that little gem of, uh, um, you know, the the thing that made it cool, so to speak. I don't really yeah. know, if, you know.
1: Yeah, no, it, it definitely. Uh, well, I, I guess, you know, I'm really speaking for myself and all this, you know, I. I uh,
0: well, you're the guest uh, on the podcast, so you can do yeah. that.
1: Well, I guess that's fair Uh, You know, I I grew up You know, I was born in the 70s Grew up in the 80s, got married in the 90s So you kind of know my age uh, (laughs) Roughly But uh, I remember distinctly uh, The day that my dad Bought a Commodore 64 And he had nowhere else to put it Except in my bedroom And that was it You know, I was in the third grade I remember distinctly uh, you know, and, and yeah, you know, at first it was fun to play the games, but, uh, I was, I was enamored. I, I, I can't explain to you what, well, maybe you understand being in this, in this field, but I was more interested in how it worked. Mm-hmm. What? how did they, how did they do this? How did they get those pixels to move on the screen? How did they, you know, yep. and so I, I was writing, you know, a uh, lot basic, uh, you know, in fourth, fifth grade and, you know, learning, you know, about peaks and pokes and, you know, all those, uh, you know, all my Commodore 64 friends out there know what I'm talking about. Load star, comma, eight, comma, one. Uh, so, you know, to me, I guess it's kind of ingrained in me, the, the, the tinker, the hobby side of things. And, and really, you know, my, My venture into IT—it never really—I never aspired to do it as a career. Um, I—it was a—it was a hobby, it was a passion of mine that I wanted to do on the side. And I actually—I stopped myself from getting into IT because I didn't want to tarnish my passion. And uh, it was my—it was my brother who said the one I told you who was working for Microsoft some years ago. He had said, man, you got to, you know, why don't you do, uh, move into a career in, uh, in programming and it, you know, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't want, you know, I was putting it off, putting it off. And, uh, I was like, all right, fine. You know, cause everywhere I'd been, I, I, you know, I, aspects of it always found me, you know, everybody, <laughs> you know, it was like, Hey, can you, can you format this spreadsheet? Hey, can you set up this access database? Hey, can you do this? So I, you know, it just uh, one thing led to another. I'm so, so when I talk about the tinkering and the hobbyist side, it's probably I'm saying that because that's me, and, and I don't know how many more of me there is out there. Uh, I know there's still quite a few, but uh, the whole aspect of you know how does that work? How how does that you know how does the 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 chip know to differentiate between uh the the computing the math versus uh the rest of it you know and it's just all that the aspects of it is is fascinating to me and uh you know i guess i i don't want that to die it's nostalgia to me i I don't know if that makes sense but
0: uh well i think you know you mentioned what what you're mentioning is a genuine curiosity about the technology and what and, and what that you know brings upon which is that that hobbyist mentality of wanting to tinker and understand more um you're a problem solver <laughs> yeah you you want to uh and no matter how much you try to fight destiny it's going to be pushing you in the it uh realm Uh, you might as well just go with it. The IT in the future, right? The question is, uh, will that uh, um, hobbyist live on? And I think you answered the question because you basically brought it back to creativity. And creativity uh, never seems to die with uh, uh, the human population. Yeah, so,
1: <laughs> it's so, so yeah. funny. I, you know, I was thinking about this. Yeah, I actually think about some odd things from time to time. But you uh, like if if you know there was a you know God forbid some sort of a, an apocalypse or whatever, and you know there's no electricity and there's no computers, and I've often thought, okay, well, what's going to happen to the IT segment? Uh, you know, will will we thrive, survive, and And, you know, I I think to myself, well, of course we are, you know, we're, we're, the computer is a, is an extension of that creativity and that problem solving. It's a, it's an easy way for us to express that. And just because you remove electricity and, and the computer itself, that problem solving is still there that, you know, the computer isn't isn't what made it happen it's it's you you know you're the
0: problem solver not the computer so it, in the apocalypse remember everybody grab a nerd because you want them to help you troubleshoot things <laughs> right.
1: absolutely yeah uh, yeah and make sure make sure if you see all the nerds running one way you run the <laughs> same direction <laughs>
0: nerds. I'm Michael Moore, and I've been hosting this podcast for Dissecting Popular IT Nerds with Steve Cole, IT Manager at Klingspor Abrasives USA. Steve, thank you so much for coming on and having a great, great conversation. Uh, uh, Love to have you on again. Great. Thank you so much.